Well, welcome to Let's Ask an Expert, a show where a novice host asks expert guests above average questions. And I'm your host, Andrew Smith. Thank you for listening wherever you may be. If you'd like to follow the show on social media and, you know, I encourage you to do so. You can find us at, at Let's Ask an Expert on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And probably, I'm guessing, our guest for this episode will convince me to join one other social media account. And let's, at this time, bring on my expert guest. He is an expert on the social media platform TikTok. His brand, Payday Pursuit, has amassed over 60, 76 excuse me, thousand followers in just a short amount of time. By recording 60-second viral videos that educate and entertain his audience with solid side hustle knowledge. Additionally, he's also a podcaster, just like yours truly. You can follow him on YouTube, Instagram, and of course, TikTok at, at Payday Pursuit. Please welcome to Let's Ask an Expert, Kevin Jackson. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Tell our audience where you are from originally and where you currently reside. I am from and currently reside in Maryland. Where in Maryland, man? Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland. You know, that one that was mentioned in like comic books because of, you know, crime rates? That one, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's actually a nice city, right? I mean, it gets this. Yeah, it gets a bad rap. <laughs> it gets, yeah, I was gonna, we were talking off air uh, about Cleveland, because I live in Ohio, of course, and that gets a bad rep because of the sports teams and other things. And, you know, from the, there's this, I guess, illusion that it's crime ridden all the time too, but it, it's just not that way. And there are nice pockets of it. I mean, there's bad parts in probably most major cities, just like a lot of places, but it's just not that way. It's Cleveland's nice and Baltimore. I know from experience is nice as well. Um, in keeping with tradition, I invite all my guests on at let's ask an expert. Oh man, I read that as like my social media following. Let's try that again on <laughs> on let's ask an expert the show. You can also follow it on social media to have a drink with me. It can be alcoholic, non-alcoholic, tea, juice, coffee, Gatorade, water, Red Bull, whatever. Kevin, what'd you decide to go with tonight? I got the ever so classy a Shoprite brand Bowling Basket Spring Water. Okay. <laughs> I'm countering that with some uh, members, Mark, at Sam's Club, purified water, <laughs> and a mug, which is almost empty, of, uh, well, it's it's curing coffee. So, I mean, it's one of those K-Cups, also from Sam's Club, and I think it's the breakfast blend that I've I've, I've basically plugged suit, uh, several times on this show already. <laughs> but hey, man, I mean, it's, it's 10 o'clock out here. And, and where you are, and uh, yeah, still drinking coffee. I got to wake up. I got to be gotta be on it. Got to be ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. I am. Go. All right. Well, let's start with this. You mentioned you're an expert in TikTok. For a lot of people, you know, that aren't too familiar with TikTok, seems like what a lot of people are doing on there is making dance videos or some sort of comedy, you know, and, and you decide to do something a lot different with your brand Payday Pursuit. Why do you think it's been so successful on TikTok? I think a lot of it is I could have, you know, I, I had plenty of platforms to choose from. There was YouTube. Um, you know, I could have tried to make a Instagram page um, fully fleshed out before I did anything with TikTok. But for me, I saw it as 
an opportunity and some type of gap, I think the user base of TikTok is a lot younger. So I tried to cater more towards a younger audience because a lot of finance stuff is stuff that they don't teach in school anyway. <laughs> so I think it's extremely important to learn that at such a young age. Um, so I think there's a lot less financial people who have gotten so successful on TikTok. Um, I'm also pretty big. I, I've had experience with things like YouTube. And although on like my TikTok page, you don't see that evolution of recording on your cell phone to you know using an actual camera, um, that all has happened on other platforms. So through TikTok, I was able to get right into it, have good audio, have good video. And the cool thing about TikTok is a lot of people are recording on their phone. So you don't have a lot of people have a lot lower quality video. A lot of people don't know about lighting. Um, they think they're, you know, they just have, you know, some type of comedic skit they want to run out or some type of dance they want to do. And, you know, for me, I didn't want to fall into that category. I wanted to stand out. I don't want to stand out too much because then I look like an ad and people just skip me right away. Um, but I think it was extremely important to differentiate myself in that way. And that's, that's how it's been so far. It's gone pretty well. <laughs> how did you learn about doing stuff like lighting and sound? And did you just, I mean, open up YouTube and, and search around or what, did you know anyone that, that kind of did that stuff before? Or how'd you, how'd you learn to kind of, I mean, cause your videos, like I said, they look great. They sound great. Everything. It looks very polished. I, I am a very big fan. So first of all, my lovely girlfriend of three years, she is a graphic design major. So she already has a lot of that experience that she teaches me. We go on like photo dates and stuff like that to do photography. So a lot of the cinematography stuff um, she has taught me. I follow many, you know, f professional photographers and cinematographers on YouTube, like Peter McKinnon, um, who is... I think he got like 5 million subscribers in one year. Um, Jeez. He, yeah. <laughs> he, do, he does extremely I'm well. I'm doing it wrong, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much. I mean, I never, I didn't go to school for cinematography or anything like that. It's just, you know, Google how to light your YouTube videos and <laughs> you'll get some good results. Yeah, like the, the, the details of it. But that's interesting too because – one of the guys I had on the show, well, the first episode, uh, Chris Chase, Nightwing2303 of uh, wearetesters.com. He's got 500, I think 560,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube and, you know, didn't go about it. I mean, I went to college for mass communications, but I can tell you from experience, they, uh, they don't teach a, they don't <laughs> teach a lot of this stuff. And it's like, you know, this is kinds of things the ways you want to brand yourself. These are the kinds of things a lot of people want to do even just for fun because it's fun to create digital content. But yeah, like with, with Chris, like he didn't learn that stuff from a school or from a textbook either. And he started in 2009, I think making videos and he just, he kind of had to grind through it a little bit, but that's how he did it too, is he just kind of, you know, experimented and, and watched other stuff and, and put it into practice and, and made it work. And it seems like, that's kind of what you've done here too, right? And I think a lot of it is people have this. I like to think that people make excuses for themselves when they really don't have to. Um, my camera is probably the most expensive thing out of everything I do. 
and it cost me like $700, which isn't, which is expensive, but lighting is everything. And the lights cost me a $30 for a two pack. And those are the only two lights I use in the video. And they look good. So you spend 30 bucks and you don't have that excuse anymore to, you know, say that your videos don't look professional enough. A cell phone's fine. I mean, I, I don't, the only reason I don't use a cell phone is because how badly TikTok compresses android videos as opposed to iphone videos that's the only reason if it, if it worked fine i wouldn't have the camera yeah no I, absolutely but i i've read those same those same guides and i've i've you know i, I I've, I've seen some of the same stuff it's like you can do some of this stuff you can look really good sound really good come across really clear for not a ton of money but i mean yeah like to your point you know if you want to invest a little bit that's going to help you out uh, even more. And I kind of, I guess, looking down at my notes, kind of already talked about my next question about, you know, reading into this sort of thing and looking at any guides or stuff like that, that, uh, what, what would you say are some of the keys of making really engaging viral videos on TikTok that people not only want to watch maybe once or twice, but they also want to interact with, because I know it's like, you get a lot of comments too yeah. on your videos. So I think a lot of it is you really the, – the thing with TikTok is not everyone knows how the algorithm works. You always hear, oh, the algorithm, the algorithm. The algorithm's beating me down. Um, TikTok is – you know they're not publishing their algorithm. They give you tips, but they're not saying this is exactly how it works. This is exactly how we do things. Um, but there's always, you know, people have, you know, ideas. They say, I did this, this worked well. So for me, the the first video that I would say has gone viral, it's my most viewed video right now at like 1.2 million views. Um, it's a video I didn't expect to get <laughs> a lot of views. Um, I kind of just accidentally did the right things. Um, and the very first question I asked is, would you rather have, a penny that doubles every day for a month or a million dollars. That's the first thing that someone hears. And I think asking those questions, people are immediately inclined to comment the answer. Oh, then I said, comment your answer. So people are immediately inclined to comment their answer in that way. And that pushes your videos further um, because that type of audience interaction, and that's the same on any platform, YouTube, Instagram is if someone's interacting with your videos, they're going to push it to more people. And, I was like, whoa, that worked. Um, another thing is looking at analytics and understanding how analytics works as opposed to just, you know, doing whatever. Obviously, you want to stay within your, your niche. So for me, that's finance. I'm not going to post a dance video out of nowhere because that wouldn't make any sense. Um, but posting in your niche, you know, kind of one, it makes people follow you because they know exactly what to expect. And I think following from a video also helps boost that video further. But also, where was I going with that? I lost my train of thought. But essentially, commenting, um, getting people to follow your video, getting people to share your video, um, that all pushes it much further. And again, I, I distinguish myself you know, as much as I can from everyone else who's scrolling through, um, scrolling through TikTok, trying to you know, grab people's attention. And like, like you said, I think that video has... I think almost 20,000 comments, 
which is Jeez. a ridiculous amount of comments. If you go on TikTok and find a video that doesn't ask someone to comment, it's usually at about like a thousand. If it has you know three million views, it's usually at about like a thousand. So to see that kind of interaction, that's going to require them to push. You know, well, they want to push that video further. I think it's also importance of start understanding the community guidelines of any platform that you work with. Um, TikTok is there. I guess they're pushing to be like a family friendly type app. Um, although, you know, some videos that aren't so family friendly do go viral. They're, they're going to be more likely to latch on to videos that they can put in advertisements. Um, Cause TikTok essentially, once you make a video, one of the negative things is they own that video, <laughs> which is true for any platform. They can use that video to advertise, you know, their app if they wish. Um, so as long as you're doing things that are going to be advertiser friendly, you're going to, they're going to like you. Everything goes through at, at some point, TikTok looks at your video. So an employee at TikTok says, all right, this is going to get more views now. Um, and that happens right when it's about like a million views or so. So that's, that's huge if you can, you know, convince someone, you know, kind of subconsciously to push your video further. I kind of, well, there's a lot to unpack there. Cause I, I, <laughs> I want to, I want to say that I kind of think of someone like once the million millionth view hits on a video, this man walks into this huge room with hundreds of monitors on the, the wall and this other person sitting in a padded leather chair, pe- petting a white cat. Says, Sir, <laughs> we have another millionth view video this one about finance good good <laughs> let me know where it is you know something like that some evil overlord kind of thing of tiktok but but getting back to what you're saying though about like how you kind of how you kind of frame your videos that's another thing i i noticed but i i couldn't kind of quite put it together is you, you're really good about that tease in the beginning mm-hmm. and then you hit your your um payday pursuit spiel which you, you gotta you gotta hit that for us one time right now <laughs> give, it to, give it to us at full speed payday pursuit if you need a second that's fine but <clears> I, I <throat> you said it hundreds of times so when you're ready <laughs> welcome to payday pursuit the show that explains important financial ideas and side hustles in under 60 seconds no part two no clickbait no skimmy course just knowledge let's go Let's there go. You. There's my yes. branding. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, like so you so you give the tease, you hit that really quickly, and then you give us the guts, which is good stuff. And then it's because it's it's not what I can't stand. And I know that it's a shorter platform, right? 60 seconds, so you gotta pack a lot into a short amount of time. But even on YouTube videos, it can't stand the what's going on, guys. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, here's something, something. Make sure to like, subscribe, and watch to the end because that's going to help me in the algorithm because it's going to increase my average view time. And like, you haven't given us a reason to do any of that stuff yet, right. but you've given us something right in the beginning, right? Is that kind of that going to like your thought process of how to set these all up? Because it's very consistent and you give it, you give a little nugget in the beginning, right? And then you hit your, your spiel like you just did and then you go into it. And that's why I like, it's like very, very concise. I think you do a great job of that. And, and yeah, and that's that's a good point that I've noticed. I've seen a few comments that are like, you should just cut the intro, man. You'd have so much. One, that's my branding. So people know immediately what they're watching, you know, no matter if it's the first time you've seen a video or the 10th time you've seen a video, you know, people know exactly what they're watching. Two, secretly, I never intended this way, but it pushes that watch time further. Um, 
like you're saying, you know, watch till the end. Yeah, that helps. But if someone sits through that intro, <laughs> they're already watching longer and they, they already have the beginning. So they want to watch till the end. Um, I think that helps a lot as well. It, it, I see people who do videos where they say it's like a list video and they say top three, blah, blah, blah. And then they sit there and dance to music for 10 seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not doing anything. <laughs> this video could have been so much shorter. Um, I also, the whole no part two, um, no clickbait, no scammy course. It, I'm trying to relate to my audience as much as possible. On TikTok, part twos is a huge thing. Um, and it doesn't work very well with the format of TikTok because on the For You page, you can be recommended a video. The For You page is like you know, the main page of TikTok where you see videos. You can be recommended a video from two months ago. So if someone says like for or check out part two, like for part two, whatever, you then have to go through two months of their content, find part two, and then watch it. And sometimes they do not label it well, probably on purpose. So you're watching a bunch of videos that you're not supposed to be watching. Um, so I want to I want to be real with people. And I think that hits home with a lot of people. They're like, oh, wait, great. This is the only video I have to watch about the subject. <laughs> and, you know, I don't have to scroll through his page. And that immediately makes people want to follow me. And no scammy course. Every financial guru is giving a course out that um, is sometimes a scam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's no, it like, put it another way. It's no bullshit. Like, right. Like, so the, yeah, the part two thing is just, it, it's just lame because like you, you just, you feel like it's a hollow promise. And I, I don't feel like, yes, I have been conditioned just like a lot of other people with, digital content where I have a shorter attention span than I did when I was growing up in the eighties and nineties. But, um, your, your stuff, I mean, genuine, gen, genuinely once makes me want to watch all the way through, you know, and, and then it's kind of up to me, like what I want to kind of do with this and, and take with it or, or how, what I think about it, but I'm, I'm watching it sometimes a couple times, two, three times, just because of how, how snappy it is. And like I said, you do, you know, uh, an excellent job at that, but yeah, it's just, I I've seen like a couple of things recommended to me on YouTube about uh, courses or buy stuff from Alibaba.com and sell right. it for like whatever. And there's people in the comment section will say like, if this is happening now, you can next, you can basically guarantee that the train has already passed. Mm -hmm. If they're putting out something like this about it, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, yeah, it just doesn't seem, I don't know. Something about it doesn't seem on the up and up to me, you know, but I don't know what uh, what do you think about that, but no, I mean I, I I absolutely agree, and I think unfortunately, like I said, like I mentioned before, TikTok is a much younger audience, so you know some people fall into that trap. Um, maybe it's you know for me who's twenty years old, maybe I've seen it five times in mm -hmm. you know in the past year. But maybe that, you know, that 13 year old who just got a smartphone for the first time, <laughs> this is the first time he's seeing it. And he's like, oh, I can make a million dollars. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't want to fall into that category of even just if people get the slight hint that I'm a scammer, even if I'm not selling them anything, just that feeling feels really scummy to me, especially if it's kids. <laughs> like if it's a 13 year old saying you're a scam, I'm going to feel like crap. <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to them tell tell my parent tell their parents that you know that i'm a scam artist and then them report my video <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of scummy stuff out there so it it definitely is kind of unfortunately like globbed into some of the stuff you're doing as well which is 
you know, it's good, solid content. As you know, we've already talked about side hustles and and that's kind of making tips and tricks uh, or some of the things that you, you mentioned in your videos largely regarding the topic of side hustles. Let me ask you this. Is there, is it, is making decent money from a side hustle? I know like decent is sometimes tough to quantify and it's kind of relative to, to each person, but is making decent money from a side hustle harder or easier than people think? I think it really depends on what it is. So the reason I've gotten so the, the way I've gotten to this point is I quit my job four months ago and I was, you know, I was bored to death. I, I worked at a bank and I knew I wanted to be in finance and I was like, this is, this is a ticket. Um, so while working there, I had tried different side hustles. I had tried drop shipping, which is like you said, you buy from Alibaba, sell it for hire. Um, it really does depend on the side hustle. Drop shipping, I did okay. Um, I think in a two-week period, I didn't want to spend... Shopify is a two-week free trial. <laughs> I didn't want to spend the shop. I didn't want to pay for the Shopify uh, subscription for like 30 bucks a month because I'm cheap. Um, but within that two-week period, I think I made like 200 bucks profit. Not revenue, profit. Um, but then I blew it all on Facebook ads, hoping to expand the business. And then COVID hit, and I was <laughs> it was over. When people from China were, you know, it takes it's shipped from China, so it's taking three months to get their product. Um, I would say the only successful, like extremely successful side hustle that I am continuing to do is um, day trading, which is what I do for all my income. Um, that's the, and I don't even know if you would consider that a side hustle. That's more. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's I guess that's up to interpretation, but it might um, fall into it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean bit. that's that's all I have to do, <laughs> and the market sets my hours, and I uh, I do what I got to do. Is getting into day trading is is doing that stuff is that harder or easier than people think? I think a lot of people, kind of like myself, think the stock market is this really complicated. Uh, thing to kind of understand and it's like there's only i don't know what it was i think it was in um oh what movie i don't know if it's the big short or not like that that where they the line where they said like uh people think or maybe it's the wolf of wall street i can't remember it's one of the <laughs> two but they w- one of those movies where they said like that people tend to think that only uh, a few select people have this great knowledge about the stock market and, and in fact it's something that most people can understand and you know, make a profit off of, but you know, I mean, what's, what's your opinion of, of, of that, of, is, is that something that with some studying and some knowledge, some, most people could get into, or is it more complicated? Um, I, I would say yes. Uh, I, so my educational background is I have an accounting degree and I'm pursuing a higher degree in financial economics. I haven't taken a class on stocks or investing or anything like that. Um, but there's also, I like to think it's like risk management. Um, you know, the more, there's always the more risky paths and that can result in the greater losses <laughs> or the greater profits. Um, but then there are those less risky paths that are going to be, you know, more stable. Um, a good So a good example would be like investing in Tesla versus investing in a, what's called an index fund 
which just follows the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies, the top 500 public companies in the stock market. You know, the economy alone over a 20 year period, it has never had a negative return in the S&P 500. Um, Whereas Tesla (laughs) has gone 20% down in a day. (laughs) Like, so I think people try to overthink it. Um, because they, they think of it as, oh, I can just I'll invest in Tesla. But what if Tesla goes down 20%? But you don't have to do that. You can invest in all the 500 companies in the stock market if you want to. <laughs> like, there's no there's no reason to put so much pressure on yourself in that way. Um, getting kind of back to uh, TikTok specifically, I think there's probably, at least I would hope, there's uh, some fellow podcasters out there listening to this show, maybe wondering couple things. How can I make money from my podcast? And should I, and I'm wondering this too, should I be using TikTok to help market my podcast? I feel like it's kind of, I'm having a TikTok guy on. I don't have a TikTok account. It's probably, probably not right. Sacrilege. Right? <laughs> What's that? I said sacrilege. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so my podcast, I uploaded yesterday. I think my first episode. Um, it's, it's a very different format. So I can give you statistics. I, I hate that podcasts don't have like public statistics. And I know that's probably for the best, but the fact that I can't see how many views is on a public podcast kind of makes me mad. So I uploaded my first podcast yesterday and it has 13 plays. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that being said, um, on that first episode of the podcast, I had another fellow TikToker who has about 100,000 followers. And he said he gets on average about a hundred listens uh, per episode. That's not bad. I mean, it's a a much it's like a point one percent, you know, return rate or re- return, I guess, or <laughs> conversion rate. Um, I, I but he also doesn't promote. He doesn't you know make a video saying, "Hey, go listen to my podcast." Um, I think it's the cool thing about TikTok is you can gain such a large following so quickly. And because of that, it's one, it's most of the time either free or very cheap to do. There's no real reason not to try and not to try and promote anything you can um, on that platform. I would recommend it. Um, No, it's 13 more plays that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't have a TikTok account. I can guarantee you all those come from the TikTok account and not my 150 Instagram followers. Um, so I would recommend it. Recommends getting on <laughs> tech talk. Gotcha. Okay. Wrote it down. All right. Well, uh, what I've been doing, like, and, and, you know, other people, other newer podcasters, up and coming podcasters, they're trying the same thing. I, I've, I've tried to diversify my content as much as possible between Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, you know, without them just being like, Hey, the new episodes out. I mean, there, there is a, a fair bit of that, but just, uh, different ways, maybe saving. I I've tried some video clips, some, uh, caption clips, I guess. I'm not sure exactly what it'd be called, but you know, where it's like the, the logo of the show and then the way file is, and then you see yeah. the, the captions going like that sort of thing. And I, I think that that, Helps too, is I'm giving you like a little nugget, little snippet of it. Um, but yeah, I've just kind of like wondered what else, because other, other than that, it's kind of like I'm thinking, 
oh yeah, I'm just trying to either go to the places where you're at. And in this case, it's like, it would be probably really smart of me to make a TikTok account tomorrow or something after I <laughs> record this, because that's where your followers are at. And that's where they would probably likely find you and your content. So it's like, that yeah. would make sense to kind of go there. Um, but those are the things like I've been trying to do. So I'm interested to see what other people are, are doing. And, and, and with that in diversifying content, like we talked about again, off air, you've done a great job of changing up videos slightly. I, I, I haven't noticed really like the same exact stuff from TikTok to Instagram to, uh, to like YouTube and stuff like that. I mean, is, was that like kind of another idea you had in creating your, your overall payday pursuit brand of, of having like platform specific content so that there is actually a reason to follow you on these different uh, accounts? Yeah. I mean, I, I try one is because TikTok and Instagram are pretty similar. Um, like from what I post, the only thing is Instagram crops it at a ridiculous rate. And I think that's important too, to keep in mind is, you know, cropping is going to be different if you're, if you're actually trying to carbon copy one platform to another. Um, but I have, you know, in the past and by past, I mean like two days ago, I've uploaded like a video on TikTok that said, you know, it's not a, it's not a part two, it's an extended cut. So don't give me flat for that. But like, I also talk like it was, um, it was a side hustle printing print on demand, which is basically like making your own clothing brand, but not having to put any upfront costs for it. And I said, I couldn't put advertising or um, getting like a custom domain name in this TikTok video for 60 seconds, but I uploaded the full thing onto my YouTube channel if you wanted to go check that out. Uh, I do live interviews, or I did a live interview um, on my YouTube channel that didn't work out the way I wanted it to because YouTube, you know, booted me off. But I published, I, I pushed, I kind of think of YouTube as like longer content, um, whereas TikTok is going to be that short snippet type content yeah the snappy stuff yeah right <laughs> and that's like and that's really like the bread and butter that's kind of your epicenter right and like the other things seem like they're more extensions of that but again like i think you've done a great job and just so everyone else listening to this knows um you know we, we've we've just recently connected kevin and i just recently connected through through reddit through uh, the, the subreddit podcasting. And I was like, you know, I'm looking for guests that are experts and people that come on and you're just like, you know, I think I definitely want to do this show and, and talk about TikTok. <laughs> so it's kind of like, we haven't known each other for a long time. And some of the people I've had on the show, I'm long friends with, or I've known for months or years. So, but just in the short amount of time, point being is, it's like, you know, like people will reach out to me and, and, and say that every now and again, I'm always willing to have someone on the show, but it's like, I do want to check out your stuff. And it's like, this is, good thing man what you're doing and I, I i foresee having success with it so i i i wish you all the best and and with that what are some of like your short-term long-term goals i mean do you really this will sound sort of like a dumb question like do you really want this to succeed of course you do but <laughs> do you want this to be like do you foresee this really being like a, a full-time professional brand that that you know uh is, is like you're really pouring everything into this and trying to make it happen as much as possible. Sometimes people do these things just for fun. If it blows up, hey, great. But other people are a little more focused. Yeah, I mean, if if things keep going as well as they uh, are going, I mean, to put it in perspective, um, 
I my first video on TikTok was on the 26th of September. So it has been less than I guess a little a day over 3 weeks and it's been, you know, 76,000 people <laughs> have followed. Um I mean so, Time Magazine, man. <laughs> well, under most influential it, people. <laughs> this guy from TikTok. I mean, right? hopefully it continues to go on that trajectory. Um and Taylor Swift. <laughs> that's it. That's one two right there. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem with TikTok is I I, I don't it sounds crappy, but I I don't think they a TikTok follower is as valuable as like a YouTube subscriber. Um, that being said, I think a TikTok follower interacts with the video much more than a YouTube subscriber. So I would, I'm trying to expand it as much as I can. Um, cause one, if I want to do it full time and I want to make money from it, TikTok pays like three to 13 cents for every thousand views. <laughs> so they're not, you know, pushing a lot of, you know, monetary benefit to me through just their platform. Um, that's why I started the podcast. It's one, it's to give people a real life example of what starting a podcast is like, but also, you know, to kind of push, um, my viewers to those other outlets. Um, my website, I've done a lot of work on in the past, you know, few days, um, which is paydaypursuit.com. Essentially, I want to have a list of side hustles that I personally tried and then you click on the side hustle and it gives you a short explanation, which is TikTok, a medium explanation or like a, uh, a, a standard explanation, which is a medium article, which also can generate revenue. And then a long in-depth explanation, which is a podcast episode. So I'm trying to diversify that as much as I can. Um, I love, you know, being like a personality per se um, for things. I've tried reaching out to like brokerages and stuff like that to get I was like, I'll make an ad for you. <laughs> you know, why not? No one sure. else. You guys aren't on TikTok. Why not? Um, why not let me on? But I, I think I have a good enough handle on you know what gets views and what doesn't, and what my viewers like. That I would love to do it full time. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you know what? There, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you too before we get into the bonus round. Um, like to to the outsider, or well, maybe even just to me like you seem really, really polished on camera. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that that was maybe not always the way it was. How long did that take you to, to get to the point now where you, you're list, listing off your payday pursuit thing, like the micro machines, man, and you're, you're hitting those <laughs> points and just, um, you're piecing it all together. How many, how many takes for your first video or, or, or kind of developing what you wanted to say and, and stand up there is I've done some, really lame youtube videos before i know from i know from i know from experience it's not easy talking on camera people like they give shit to people all the time they're like oh you're fumbling over your words or something and it's like dude it's not unless you have a plan going in it's not easy all the time but you make it look pretty easy how how did that process evolve um so i guess this is super in depth but i'll i'll be quick about the backstory um i had a youtube channel in 2014 I was 14 years old <laughs> and I had amassed a little bit of a following on YouTube. I had about like 5,000 subscribers or whatever, but I had done it for probably a year and a half and I had quite a bit of experience, um, you know, talking to the camera and kind of just 
I don't know, I, I, <laughs> stupid word would be vibing, but <laughs> like kind of interacting with the camera, interacting with my audience. Um, I stopped that for pretty much all of high school. I didn't really get into it at all. And I tried YouTube again and that's when I started scripting things. So to put it shortly, everything you see is scripted. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not off the cuff um, doing that. I can tell you for a fact that a one minute video is probably a seven minute video that I've edited down every time I say something that I want to say. Um, I would very much love to get like a teleprompter so I can do it all in one take. But until then, everything is very scripted and very cut. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm a very friendly person in person and <laughs> I'm very outgoing in a way, even though I kind of like being introverted at times. Um, so I think that plays into it a lot as well, but yeah, I mean, it's not one take <laughs> for sure. It's, it's very many takes. Um, well, no, and I mean, that's, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's cool though, because well, a few things like. Again, we don't really know each other super well, but like that's the first I had heard your voice and seen you was your TikTok stuff. And it's very energetic. It's um it's it's obviously fast and you know, you're you're speaking with an authoritative tone and everything. It just it's it's good overall energy. And then th- and then you have this, we're just talking here, you know, we're just doing the show. <laughs> it's chill right yeah but you i understand the vibing part my point is it's like i, I yeah. get that and i'm kind of that way too when i do this i mean i'm I like to think i'm mostly this way but there is there is a performance aspect of it i get there is some acting i don't want to say like you're full of crap when you're doing because you're not i do believe what you're saying but again like with with my podcast i'm it's me but it's turned up i don't want to say 10 notches but like five yeah, maybe it's amplified. Gotta be, I think, you know, just uh draw people in because of it was the same thing. And I was just kind of reading verbatim. Yeah. You know, I don't know how interesting that'd be for people to listen to, but you, you and plus, you know, you like, you gotta like your, your text is different colors and stuff. It's got to kind of match too. I think right. it does a good job of like matching like your energy that you're, you're putting off your, your lighting your text and everything. I think it just, it's all very kind of uniform in a, in a really good way, you know, and it, and it like, it's just, it's just a good brand. I'm really pumping you up here, man. Like I want to see it succeed. <laughs> You're awesome. Yes. But no, really it is like people listening to this, go check his stuff out. Like I, I, I'm really blown away by it. And you know, I, like, I really, like, I think I just, those, those little things, I I'm, I'm big on creators who, who are, who focus on the little things like that. And and I've worked in jobs in media where they didn't do that. They didn't think it was important. I'm like, there's people out there doing that kind of stuff that are succeeding far more than we are. And that's <laughs> the reason why, you know? So it's yeah. like, I think it's just cool when you, when people get it like that is my So point. Fidelity Investments, if you're listening, sponsored me. I've pumped up your stuff so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Feed this man work, people. Come on. All right, man. Well, it's time for the bonus round on Let's Ask an Expert. Five questions, sometimes but not always relating to my guest area of expertise. Start with question one. If you could collaborate with any TikTok creator, who would it be and why? It wouldn't be a TikTok creator, but I would say Graham Stephan. He's a, a real estate mogul. He makes videos on TikTok, and I currently have more followers than him, so I'm trying to leverage that, but Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan. <laughs> Why Graham Stephan? 
Um, I just, I think he has a similar mindset to me. Um, he's taught me a lot. If you want to talk about going on YouTube and learning stuff, um, and he's very unopinionated, I would say, uh, which is kind of nice. He's very talks to facts, like just get straight to facts and he's successful in what he does. So it's like multimillionaire at 29 or whatever. So, geez, uh, what is the worst thing? Question two, what's the worst thing about TikTok and making videos for TikTok? I would say monetization um, because they are a lot of, there's a lot of children. If you have no morals, it's fine. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you have some type of, you know, ethic boundary, I think pushing it, pushing anything to a younger audience, it's a lot harder to monetize that. Um, so that's why you got to expand. <laughs> well, just get rid of your morals, man. That's, that's the solution right there. What are you, what are you thinking? Come on. Uh, if you could have any one superpower here in question three, what would it be? Probably flight. Just save some time. It's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save some time. I could show you know, off. <laughs> right. You want to come down to Orlando? Sure. It's going to be about five minutes. Boom, right there. <laughs> What's the worst job you've ever had? Question four. Uh, I would... I worked at a, <laughs> all my jobs have been bad. I worked at a, a, a retail store. Um, Welcome to the club. <laughs> I worked at, uh, it was like a Best Buy. It's not Best Buy, but um, I worked at a retail store and the manager was god awful. Um, and then I worked at a bank and that was god awful too, but not because of the manager, because of just boring. <laughs> Is it dealing with people? Yeah. And I don't like that either. I don't like I'm very, if someone wants to see me, like through what I do, um, I'm all for interacting with people. But when someone's forced to see me, I, I it, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> Understood. I don't, I mean, that, that's one thing about some of the last jobs I've had, even the job I have now full time. Uh, yeah, I don't have to deal with the general public. I, mean, I, I yeah. deal with some interesting people I work with, but... <laughs> But that's different than the general public. And and there's a lot of people out there. Anyone who's listening to the show probably knows what I mean. Uh, and then question five of these five side hustles, which is the best and which is the worst in terms of the ability to make money? Okay. Okay. So five side hustles, selling stuff on eBay, driving on Uber or for Uber, freelance writing, starting a YouTube channel, and something else I've done, delivering food for DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats, whatever. So which is the best for making money and which is the worst? Mm -hmm. I would say out of those five, depending on how quickly you wanted to make money, I would say YouTube is the worst. Um, because you can't make money right away <laughs> uh, versus all the others. Um, for best making money... I don't have super, I don't have much experience with Uber or, you know, like DoorDash. I would, I would probably say eBay because you can put some high margin stuff on there and buying and reselling. And it's easier to check how much something is going to sell for before you even purchase it. So I'd probably say eBay best. Yeah, Cause you can see, worst. yeah, you can see what it's, what it's gone for recently. And sometimes, you know, like I'm big into sneakers. I've, I've sold a few pairs. Yeah. Sneakers. I try not to be like a reseller because 
people it's like the bane Scumbag. of people's existence yeah <laughs> scoop up scoop up a lot of the releases i mean i've sold some but not 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 a ton and uh yeah you, you can margins are sometimes very very high all right and so in the last word of the show i give it to all my guests the last word you may fire when ready sir last word just one word well it can be a, it can be a <laughs> phrase or a final some people have gone like full-blown springer and given like a final thought like a like a be kind to everyone that was my last guest uh Aww, that's sweet yeah but <laughs> oh, you can no, do whatever you want that. <laughs> you could just say the word hypotenuse and that'd be it you know it's up to you um i would say when thinking about your financial future and anything else going forward start looking at it now because you'll regret not looking at it later in life solid i like it very good all right well hey man thanks for coming on the show thanks for doing this quick turnaround too we only like we agreed to do this a few days ago and here you are giving us uh tiktok and social media and finance (laughs) advice very very solid stuff and 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 i truly wish you the best with everything you're doing i think you're off to a fantastic start and this is just again coming from a stranger and an up-and-coming person myself so i think you're killing it thank you very much i think you're killing it too thank you thank (laughs) you very much Uh, i appreciate it sir For my expert guest, Kevin Jackson, I am your host, Andrew Smith, and we will see you next time on Let's Ask an Expert. 